Shady Pines Radio. Shady Pines Radio. Shady Pines What is up, you guys? Welcome back to episode number 22, Friday in the Fort. Let me say that again. Episode number 22, Friday in the Fort, Fort Hamilton, on your Shady Pines radio network. Now, tonight, you guys, is a very, 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 very special episode, and I know I say that about every episode, but seriously, you guys, when I tell you that uh, none of this would be possible without my guest in the fort tonight, Mr. Brian Bauer, I mean that none of this would be possible. Uh, you wouldn't be hearing my sweet voice on the radio without Mr. Brian Bauer. There would be no Friday in the Fort with Fort Hamilton. Uh, no Soju Hour, no DJ Chip. <laughs> There'd be no Shady Pines Radio or Shady Pines Media without Brian and his beautiful, talented, amazing, lovely wife, Callie. And all of this uh, came out of the open mic community that they lovingly curated here in Portland. Uh, if you haven't heard this rant, particular rant from me before, I'd encourage you guys to check out some previous episodes. Um, head over to uh, Spotify and search for Friday in the Fort Fort Hamilton. Uh, that's where all these episodes are being archived, um, by the way. Uh, and you'll hear me clear as day say how Brian and Callie's open mics uh, pre-COVID were uh, easily the best, uh, m- most fluid, um, efficient, professional, and fun uh, open mics in town. Uh, one of my favorite parts of attending the open mics was to get to see Brian, Mr. Bauer, uh, play a couple songs at the top of the set to, you know, set the mood as the host uh, for the night. Um, you're going to hear in our interview in a moment uh, what a big fan I am of his uh, particular guitar style, his guitar work, his finger picking style, among other things. He's an incredibly dynamic performer, if you haven't seen him play. Uh, He's an incredibly energetic performer, uh, which you may have guessed. Um, He's got really catchy songs, uh, and he just comes off as just the most likable guy ever. Uh, As tender and all-encompassing as you'd ever hope 
to find a host of such a you know tender and talented family as we've uh, come to know here in the Portland open mic community under the helm of uh, Captain Brian. <laughs> and tonight you are in for a treat, you guys. Not only do we have the one-on-one interview with the head of Shady Pines Radio, not only do we have some of his original music to play for you guys uh, at the end of the episode, hashtag chonk, uh, but it's, uh, I actually talked Brian into playing a couple of songs live, acoustic for us, just like back in the day, man. So, ready? Everybody close your eyes. Imagine yourself, you're at the bar, uh, Whiskey Wednesday at the Eastburn, open mic. Uh, the place is packed. Everybody's here. Grab a cocktail, you guys. Uh, get ready to forget your worries for a little while. Without any further ado, y'all, it's Brian Bauer in the fort. Hey, everybody, this is Brian. Uh, Steven asked me if I could play a couple of live-in-the-studio tunes for the show. So I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to play an old one and then a new one. This one's called Boggled Whiskey Dream. Honey, you're quite broken at the seams. And I 
think next I'll uh, I'll go ahead and play this newer one. Uh, this is a song about floating on a river in the sky, and uh, thus I've called it River in the Sky. It goes like this. On this soaring path of wetness I beg forgiveness To the atmosphere I witness She's blowing all my troubles down the line But they're never far behind me And in fact sometimes they blind me sits beside me and on this route is giving me advice we're on the same boat but we're going nowhere nowhere ain't no place to ride Instead of rowing nowhere, let's take a leap to this river in the sky. This water runs fast, can't see the bottom, the comfort of a boat, man. At least we got one, we're going, going to this river's edge. I'm doing all the wrong things now Flowing down the wrong streams now I've been flowing on the wrong streams now She told me don't be scared I asked her why Sink to the bottom and you'll fly Guess that makes sense on a river in the sky Guess that's just right On a river in the sky Guess that's our lot On this river Thanks for listening. Good night. Hey, what's up, Steven? Brian, what's up, dude? Oh, not too much. Oh, I think that's probably not true. You're probably fucking one of the busiest dudes I know right now. <laughs> I'm taking a break. I'm, I'm outside playing darts. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, that's, that's, how's about the weather today, dude? Incredible, right? I love it. Yeah, a little, little break from the, I mean, it's still pretty cold, but yeah. sunny and there's no, no clouds. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, man. Cool, cool. So, how you feeling? Nobody's got the COVID over there. Everybody's feeling healthy, fit and fit, Foxy, right? Yeah, man. No COVID. Doing good. Um. So, listen. I mean, I got. We could. I could kill an hour with you just 
talking radio stuff. Um, I could kill another hour with you just talking about Chonk and the open mic stuff. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. We're not going to take an hour of your time to do this. Uh, I promise. But um, if the kids at home don't know who Brian is, Brian's the big daddy. Uh, he, he doesn't just have a radio gig here. Uh, he is the radio gig here. And uh, we all have our radio gigs because of this guy. So, you know, uh, officially over the airways now, this is my probably my first chance to say thank you officially for... For, for allowing me the room to do what I do. And you, you guys have just been so supportive and awesome. And thank you again so much, man. Man, for sure. And thank you for all you're doing as well, man. I, I've been loving your show and listening to it and, uh, oh, thanks, and the reruns. And, and I love what you're doing, like lifting up the DJs and everything, you know, just putting a spotlight on them as well as local musicians and everything. You're doing, you're doing great shit, man. Thanks, man. It's kind of just like an extension. I'm trying to be an extension of what you guys already started. I mean, when I met you guys a few years ago, um, let's go roll backwards a little bit for the kids at home, though, um, for everybody uh, maybe who doesn't know the whole story. Um, you're from California, yeah? You're a California boy? I am, yeah. Uh, born in Los Angeles and raised in a suburban city in L.A. County called Torrance, <laughs> which is a place I feel like mostly just people who are from there know of or from that area. I didn't realize that. Yeah, absolutely. Karate Kid, man. Torrance, for sure, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah, also uh, Dirk Diggler. So and Dirk also from Dig- Torrance. Fuck yeah, bro. Uh, valley, Valley, Valley. Um, <laughs> so that's cool. So did you, you, uh, you were a young man picking the guitar in the Valley. How young a man were you when you found the guitar? And how did you come upon all that whole thing? Uh, I, I think it was like fifth, fifth grade because uh, I, I learned – Shortly before uh, the fifth grade talent show <laughs> to play uh, to play guitar, I started with like uh, "Smells Like Teen Spirit" by Nirvana, and me and my friend uh, took guitar lessons. He took bass lessons from the same person, kind of at the same time, and that was how uh, huh. that was how my journey into music began. So, was that first that talent show? You guys were like, "We're gonna we're gonna do this thing. We're gonna learn guitars to do this thing." Yeah, we were so stoked on it, dude. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, we. Yeah. We played uh, played Smells Like Teen Spirit. Rock and you started with the rock. Well, okay, that's cool. You um, That's a killer first song history, by the way. But uh, <laughs> um, So I guess that answers the first cover you learned song. Um, how far down the road uh, were, before you started writing your own stuff? Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's it's an interesting question because like, uh, I, I really started, before I really thought about writing songs, I started experimenting with uh, just making sounds and noises on tape decks and uh, and and a computer as well. Uh, I use this program called SoundForge. So probably when I was about 16, uh, 15 maybe, um, started messing with SoundForge, and then I would just make up songs on the fly. Just like I was, I just liked playing with the noises that I could make on the thing. Huh. Like, so I would just like make up an acoustic uh, improvisational song and then put a bunch of weird effects on it, and that was that was how it started. It wow. wasn't so like super non-conventional. You know, yeah, so it just it was like over time I started maybe putting a little more forethought <laughs> into the songs, and it's hard to say when when you can hard to call say when you cross that particular bridge, man, because you still love the sonic oddball weirdo stuff. I mean. Uh, first time I saw Chomp play and I was like trying to figure out what the fuck the keyboards are doing and when it hits you you're <laughs> like oh I get it what's happening now and it's like a, you know just such a whole much bigger spectrum of sonic fun uh, and you know that's, so that's a kind of a backhanded question but let's fall backwards into Chomp how when did when did, uh, 
You, ch- you said Chonk was like a childhood uh, name, band name, or some kind of a. Yeah, so it's it's really there's not much of a story behind the the word Chonk or the name. It, it was just a made up word that uh, was used for a lot of stuff. <laughs> it was just like silly. Like I was probably third grade or something when uh, me and a friend just uh, we would make up words, and that was one that just stuck. Isn't that and crazy? I started kind of using it to label things that I needed to make names for. So when it came time to make like a, a band name or whatever. Or yeah, a it's a no-brainer. Name, I called yeah. it Chunk. Huh. Wow, man. Good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, so, but, uh, that's, that's good and it sounds, I mean, people who don't, haven't heard you play yet might still think that you have like a, it's still kind of electronic thing almost going on, but you are a fucking amazing finger-picking guitar player and a great singer. Like, And uh, I know um, when I first met you, I was like up on your Facebook, I know you're a big Mississippi John Hurt fan. Um, oh, yeah. And um, you, you at some point started taking guitar really seriously, though. It's, you had to. Yeah, there was definitely a point. Um, you, you know what it was is I started playing banjo and um, probably when I was about 18 or something like that. And I went like with guitar, I felt like, you know, I was making songs, I was recording them, but I was, it was, and I was writing songs by that point, but I was really just strumming my guitar and I wasn't doing anything super interesting. And then to make, to make matters worse, my brother started getting really good at guitar. And so I was like, oh shit, man, I I can't compete with that. And then I, you know, I actually switched to banjo. I was like, I think maybe banjo is my instrument. And then through that, I started getting into finger picking and like scrug style stuff. And, um, and you're like, and catch then, me now. So it's a brotherhood rivalry, also the training. Oh yeah, a healthy, a good healthy brotherhood rivalry. Fuck uh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but he, yeah, he's great. He's a fucking an amazing musician, and uh, he just kind of encouraged me to first of all just not play guitar. I was like, oh god, he's better than me. And so I started playing banjo, and then I'd say like a year or so past of that, I pick up a guitar again, and I just start kind of picking it the same way as a banjo. Sure. And at that point, I was already super into john hurt and everything and i was like that's not so far of a cry from that and i started studying that huh. and how does he how does he do that you know and that's kind of how i got into that style of picking on guitar yeah you got speed you got that you got the speed down i guess that would come from a banjo so that's crazy dude um and then there's no going back once you start going down that rabbit hole it looks like no and then i finally yeah i think that was the time where i felt like okay i found like the guitar style i like to play and you know since then i'm you know, I, I feel like it's an amalgamation between strumming and picking and whatever. I, I gave up picks uh, when I started playing banjo. I don't. I almost never use a pick. Yeah, no, that's it's another whole. That's a point of pride, a, a badge of honor for guitar players. And uh, I've always been a little jealous of your of your of your right hand. It's not. It, you know, for me, it's like I. You know, I, there's probably a lot of cool shit I could do with, if I did use a pick. Like I don't really solo a whole lot. I, you know. <laughs> Uh, it, I think it's picks are really good for certain things. I just uh, sure. I think out of convenience, in a sense, and just kind of getting into that finger picking style, it just it suits me better not to. Yeah, and it's also like um, <clears throat> when you first start singing and doing it for real, and you have to learn how to. I don't know if you have any kind of theater background at all, but projecting off of a stage without a mic, like and making your voice kind of heard over an audience, or even just speaking really loud, like the same thing is true of like once you. The pick also adds a little volume, and if you take that away, yep. you, you get the uh, sort of muffled, you know, uh, hits with your finger. It's, it takes a whole other set skill set to make that prominent, loud, and like you know, you know what I'm talking about. What am I saying? It's kind of like it's kind of feels like walking barefoot. You you get to feel the earth below your feet. You get to feel the strings on your fingers, and I just like the feeling of it more. It's more of like a tactile experience. 
Right on, man. And so then, so, um, so you're now, you're a banjo picking, finger picking, guitar licking, uh, chicken. Um, (laughs) and, uh, you're in, you're in Cali and are you, are you started, well, I guess you started recording stuff pretty like right from the get go, right? Yeah. So recording really, really did come before even writing music or of any sort, or even years before I ever would have considered calling myself a musician. Huh. And did you study officially, go to music recording school or any of that stuff? Or you just all self-taught? Um, uh, I, I feel like, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say self-taught because it's all like, you know, pick up stuff from different places, different people. Um, and I did take some like, uh, for like a recording, I would say like mostly just learned from other people I knew or YouTube videos or like uh, I did take um, after I graduated college. I actually went to a community college and uh, to, I did take like two semesters of like recording school uh, oh. for super cheap. And it was actually really, really helpful. Kind of got me uh, feeling super comfortable with Pro Tools and stuff like that. Yeah, that was that you studied on in the class with Pro Tools. Yeah, that's that's what I do most of my recording on these days. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of already dabbling, but that was a nice way for me to focus on it. Kind of sure. after I graduated. That's super cool. And so, where did you college? Are you uh, still in in the LA area when you went to college? Would you gravitate a little northern for that? So I actually went to school at UC Santa Cruz. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I went to uh, beautiful the, the community college I mentioned. That was back in LA. So after after Santa Cruz, I went back to LA for about a year before huh. moving back up north to Berkeley. Killer, killer, killer. And then, so how uh, far down that trip? What what brought you to Portland, man? Um, man, yeah, I hadn't even gone here until about less than a year before I moved here. Um, it was a place I always wanted to visit. Um. I had a good friend, my friend uh, Cameron, who, uh, who I met in, uh, in Berkeley when I was living there. And he was, you know, there working and stuff. And we just became really good friends and collaborated on all kinds of stuff. We made we made music together, uh, made uh, videos. Actually, got into video work with him. Um, and uh, he was from Salem, Oregon, but you know, he he knew Portland, and he ended up moving to Portland, and. Um, yeah, I was just kind of looking for a change and he had a, a couple of open rooms. Um, so we, at that point, me and Callie were together. Shout out Callie Bowen slash Callie Bauer. And we talked about it and decided to, to make the, uh, we, we visited first. <laughs> we loved it. Yeah, it's hard to, uh... we made the jump. I, it was within a week of coming home. I was like, I want to go back up that way. And I think I want to live in Portland. Oh, it's so incredible when you first see it. You're like, what am I looking at? This is incredible. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think uh, the first time I came, I was coming from East Coast, and I just had never seen trees this big, and it's just so amazing. And it's been on my bucket list forever. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I love it here. It's definitely my favorite place I've ever lived. Right on. Right on, right on, right on. Okay, so um, thanks, by the way, for sharing your whole life story with me, Boo. I, I just, I mean, <laughs> you're the best. We got through that pretty quick. Um, yeah, we ain't done. We ain't done, buddy. Hang on. Oh, tight, okay. All right. Tight. So you moved to Portland. You, uh, you um, obviously, you've always been doing music and recording. Did, uh, did you kind of just open up shop and decide you wanted to kind of uh, 
take out an ad for to record bands, or how long uh, down that road before you started being the king of Portland open mics? So by that point, you know, by the time I moved to Portland in uh, 2016, I think it was February 2016, um, you know, I had been doing recording and stuff for quite a while and knew I loved doing it. And it was always like part of the plan when I moved to Portland. I'm going to pursue that is like the main thing. I'm going to record people, start a studio. And like that was like hit the ground running sort of deal as soon as I got here. Who was the first artist you recorded in Portland? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, so I think uh, it was so it was actually some friends from um, from down down in Berkeley area. They lived in Emeryville. Uh, they came up, and the, so I'd say my first paid gig was with them. They were called the Lemon Hopefuls. <laughs> so we, we recorded like I think two songs and a day, and that was kind of my first paid paid studio gig here. Official, you're a pro then. Awesome. And then, yeah. um, so was the Eastburn the first place to give you a shot to do the open mic or? Uh, in Portland. Yeah, it was. Um, I had done some open mics down in, uh, Berkeley, um, a couple of different ones actually. And yeah, like, um, I, I had, you know, I actually left an open mic that I was doing when I moved up here and yeah, my, a friend of ours, uh, in fact, his name is Callie <laughs> spelled differently. C-A-L-I. He's, uh, he was he worked at the uh, Eastburn and they had a open mic host. They had just they had just started doing open mic. Uh, they had an open mic host who uh, flaked out a couple times, and I guess they fired him. And they said they needed somebody, and I was like, that's what I love to do. We were we were working with this guy uh, Callie with uh, some video work at that point hmm. and whatnot. So Man, yeah, that was so it, fun. It, I love the fucking burger at the, at the Eastburn. Oh yeah. Yeah, they actually have really good food over there. Really good stuff. That was a fun Whiskey Wednesdays, baby. That was the hang. That was when I first met y'all. Um, I know, I know. I miss it. And uh, yeah, I moved to here in 2017, so I guess you got. I didn't, wasn't too far after y'all started that. But then, um, and then, so talk about how the cruise room thing opened up for you. I mean, the other thing is, I mean, there was a portion of the summer where the, you guys took over the waypost, and it just seemed like you were so already so dug in to that community. Um, how did, how did all that other shit come down the road for you? Yeah. Oh, so yeah, I think, um, I think Eastburn was 2017 that was like May, 2017. And then, um, cruise room came along. I think we hit, we, we passed the one year mark there. I think back in like, I don't know if that was November or something like that. Mm. And then, you know, COVID hit, uh, in March, um, but yeah, the, the cruise room thing came along just because it's in our neighborhood. Uh, we live kind of close to Alberta Street, and uh, cruise room was a place we had been going to for a long right time because they have great tacos. Yeah, good tacos. <laughs> and, uh, Another good food spot. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love that place. And uh, anyway, we just heard that they were opening up the cruise room annex, like they were doing something next door. Oh, we're like, what is right. going on? And we talked to somebody and. They're like, yeah, we're opening up a venue. And I was like, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> that's so cool. Like one guy. of our favorite spots in town is opening up a whole, oh, man. like a bigger spot next door and starting a venue. And I was like, are they looking for like events and stuff? Like an open mic perhaps, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, we, so we... They, they gave me the contact info for Jake over there. And I sent him a message and oh, he enthusiastically got back to me, which was awesome. I guess he had heard of, Shady Pines Media and uh, the Eastburn Open Mic, and uh, yeah, it was only yeah, I think, uh, a month or a, two later. 
that we started it. So you already had built a good reputation for yourself. That's awesome, man. Congrats. Good on you guys. And then you know, way to pivot. I mean. A lot of open mics and a lot of clubs and a lot of restaurants and the food trucks and a lot of shit just kind of when all this went away, it just nobody really, you know, everyone's like, well, shit, that sucks. But a handful of people like yourself were like, wait, we're not done yet. (laughs) We're just going to (laughs) pivot and do this other thing instead and just bring everybody. We're over here now. And it worked so well. Uh, Your timing was just right on, man. Yeah, it was it, it was just you have that energy going, you have that momentum going. We we still loved doing both of those open mics, and we we loved doing our um, our video and audio recording. So and fun! All that all of a sudden was just like, uh, sorry, <laughs> there's a virus. You can't do yeah. any of that anymore. So we uh, a microphone yeah, we, can kill you now. Yeah, and you know we had done some experimentation with like live streaming and stuff like that with like higher end cameras and mm. and all that it was something that's been on our mind actually for a long time like actually since the early days of us moving to portland we were right. like what if we got a venue that we could team up with and we live streamed all their shows with like tv right. quality like cameras and all that something we'd never really followed through with until it was like shit uh i guess live streaming is the thing now <laughs> because that's kind of the only option yeah man so yeah then we did the, we converted the open mic to a live stream event at that point. And so now and the then, station wagon is sort of like, you had the in the hollow and now the, the, the new, the, the fifth or the sixth gear shift from that is the station wagon now, which is really cool. Want to talk about what that show is for the kids? Yeah. So station wagon is our, our newest thing. We just, uh, just aired our third episode with Minda Lacey this past Sunday, uh, Sundays great. at 1 PM. And, uh, all that is, is, uh, it's, it's kind of a little showcase. It's a, a, a quickie. It's a half hour show. Me and Callie kind of introduce it and, you know, um, and do the outro. But we're just uh, basically highlighting one artist. And it's it's supposed to kind of be like a studio live performance, even though it's recorded. They send it to us and we, like, turn it into a production. Right. Um, but, yeah, like, the idea is, you know, you, you can throw some money in their tip jar. We put their Venmo, like, right up on the, the radio player screen. Nice. Yeah, man. Awesome. So, Good on you guys. Yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's weird times. Like, there's not many shows happening and stuff, and it's just this seems like a nice way to to highlight some people and. Yeah, you got to get you creative know. in how you like beg for money, because you know, everybody's begging for money. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, by the way, it's like musicians are extremely valuable. Like, it's uh, it's 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 such a it's such a thing that we're missing now. Like, we don't get to go to live shows anymore. Oh my god, music it's, has uh, been uh, probably the most healing thing since this COVID started. The only thing people can really rely on every goddamn morning is their favorite fucking song, you know? Yeah. And so that's kind of why it was like, uh, let's get into radio. Cause that's a, it's so a cool. purely sonic experiment experience. Um, just, um, I don't know. Cause I, with, uh, with live streaming, live streaming video is awesome. Um, there was a couple things that kind of, we, we stopped, we, we more or less stopped doing our, our, open mic video live stream sure, in sure. favor of shady pines radio just because uh I, I think it's first of all it's simpler I, I will admit there's an element of just like live video is super frustrating and things Oof. go wrong all the time and i, I got kind of tired of oh, <laughs> the oh, weekly yeah. like stress stress, stuff. stress but, totally. um, <laughs> yeah but yeah but then yeah so kind of got into radio just because um I don't know. I grew up listening to radio, and I think that the audio-only medium is 
a super valuable thing. And I think, um, you know, like it never went away. People still love the radio. They still love podcasts. They, they love just plugging in some headphones or putting something on in the kitchen and just hearing it. I do. And yeah, me too. For sure, man. That's a very human thing right now. And, uh, the, it's a, everybody's looking for a connection. Everybody's looking for their new favorite song. And, uh, you know, d- so to, to drive that point home, it's, uh, it's great to have a, a venue where you can, where people can, you know, donate to the the cause. And speaking of that, uh, you guys got around the Patreon. Talk about the Patreon. Yeah, we finally did that, and it's a good thing we did because we're it, it, we never really did accounting on how much it costs to run a radio station. We just kind of uh, we're right. doing it. Me and Callie both work day jobs and uh, and whatnot. We're like, okay, you know, uh, we, we were kind of just doing it, and we we're like. Uh, you know, it's now with Patreon, we've we've launched that and uh, people can join and chip in a little bit and it helps us cover just our base costs. And um, once we do that, then it's like we can kind of keep going forward and trying to, you know, expand our listener base and just get get the word out to more people. Because, I mean, there's just so we have like 50 DJs now, like it's about so 50 nuts. right now. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And, and it's, it's even like, just wrangling that is almost kind of like wrangling an open mic every week, just getting all the shows and everybody lined up and the communication. And it's a lot, man. It is, man. Yeah. Like I said, it really was just a continuation of that. All that energy we were putting into those open mics and the video work and the audio work, that's all now going into Shady Finds Radio. And um, just, uh, you know, it's it's a lot of work, but it's it's work I love and it's it's work that me and me and Callie both really enjoy, and it's super gratifying to see it. Grow oh, you guys and, found your calling for sure. You're, you're so good at it, and to see people like you and uh, getting also like super jazzed up about it and getting into producing stuff for hell for yeah, no, there, there's definitely, and, and that's the thing. Like, it does kind of take the you don't have to do the open mic because there's my show is uh, we, we, you know we feature. An artist, um, you got the James Kemp thing. They feature an artist, and it's, and and the roster keeps growing. And then within all the DJs, uh, there's like half of the DJs are artists, and everybody kind of is. Yeah. It's all kind of connected. Amy Blue's up in here now. It's just like a whole. It, the family's just getting bigger and better and stronger. Yeah, man, it's it's really cool. Like, um, and like I said, I think it's you know, um, it's a more accessible medium when it's just audio like this. Um, like, it's really pretty easy to find people who are you know I, I think a lot of people i know myself included have had like dreams of, of wanting to be a radio dj like just get on the radio and talk oh, to yeah. an audience and totally it, it's it's easy to find people who are into that and uh there's a you know we're still looking for new djs and everything and um yeah it's just something about that audio only format you don't have to you don't have to put on your face you don't have to worry about pants. video cameras you just you just go you just turn turn the uh, mics on and you go mm-hmm. And I, I think I think there's something really appealing about that. Yeah, man, it's very pure medium. I'm having a blast doing it, man. So good on you guys again. Well, listen, man, I'm not going to keep you. Uh, thank you so much um, for doing this. Um, um, is are we missing anything we should be plugging right now, dude? Uh, oh, nocturnal submissions. Uh, oh. That's uh, that's that's our gateway show. I always say. <laughs> uh, maybe I don't always. I think I just now said that. Now it's a but, thing, uh, right? <laughs> Yeah, so any any musician, anybody who has recordings can send a song into Nocturnal Submissions. Uh, we do it every Sunday at 8 o'clock, and me and Callie, we just uh, 
we just do a, a three, three and a half hour set of just playing the songs that are submitted to us throughout the week. So just uh, head over to ShadyPinesRadio.com or get the Shady Pines Radio app and hit the send us a song button and send us a song. We'll play it. Yeah, you got to get the app because that's where you get the chat room fe- feature and that's the best part of the whole thing. It is pretty fun. Yeah, you can chat with the DJs live. Word up. Um, and um, so uh, Callie's a new DJ too. How's she doing over there? Oh man, I'm so like pleasantly surprised with how it's like at the open mics and, and at her shows and everything. She never wanted to get on the mic. She always she saw herself as a behind the scenes person. But ever since we started this, uh, you know, starting with the open mic live stream that we right. did, and then well, now there's nowhere the to run. Stuff, you know, she's like, a, in the, the, you know, if you're in front of the camera, you're kind of like, oh, well, shit, here we are now. Like, <laughs> there's nowhere yeah, to it's run. Like it's, it's like no thing for her. She has, I think she's lost her mic phobia, which is I'll, it's, I'm so cool glad, man. She's so charming. Her just, um, when, when, uh, her little radio bumper for nocturnal submissions <laughs> is like gets stuck in my head, bro. It's fucking great, man. She's she's you guys like I said, you definitely find your calling. Both of y'all are definitely supposed to be doing this. Um, but um, 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 I guess that's it, man. We're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bump some some chunk for the kids in the end of this episode, and um, maybe some Mississippi John Hurt. Um, but um, maybe we'll just wrap it up, man. And we'll just uh, wish everybody a, this is going to be the first week in November, wish everybody a happy uh, November and getting ready for Thanksgiving and all that shit. Uh, anything else you want to add before we take off, buddy? Oh, man, check out Fort Hamilton. <laughs> Fort Hamilton Band on Instagram. Right awesome. on, baby. I love you, dude. Okay, man. <laughs> well, listen, thanks for taking the time, brother. Enjoy the sunshine. Uh, give, your, give your wife a hug for me, and I miss you guys dearly, and I hope to see you all real soon. I will, man. Thank you so much, Stephen. Take care, man.